What's going on, guys? Seventh. That makes uh, 48 episodes. Uh, pretty sweet. Almost a 50. Um, believe. Might be wrong. No, that's 58. Damn. All right. <laughs> I can't add. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, what's up, Stanley? Um, let's, uh, let's wrap guys. I, uh, I want the topic today is just to like, let's get free. Okay. Um, I was driving down over by the speedway over by my house here. It's off of seventh street and Broadway. If you know anything about Lexington, that's the hood. Uh, there were just all kinds of addicts in that parking lot. Um, and, uh, you know, at first, like, I was joking around about it and making fun and stuff like that. But then, like, as time went on for a minute, like, it started to really hit me harder and harder and harder um, how important it is to remember that everybody's a person still, you know, and that those people are obviously struggling. Um, but what I really want to talk about today is the people who aren't obviously struggling. Um, I had a client that just recently booked with me. Um, you know, I won't name his name to, uh, you know, let him retain his anonymity. Um, but, uh, he's looking to get, uh, you know, a big piece. Um, he just lost his, um, uh, significant other, his wife, um, and is currently raising his two children alone, you know, and, uh, it's interesting when he originally talked to me, you know, I shared a little bit about my story and I talked to him a little bit about his, and, you know, on a, just the fact that I'm this kind of person, you know, like I went and checked out his profile and kind of saw what he was all about, uh, you know, just checked in and, you know, see it like, but the thing is, is that like, he was, he was really honest with it. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, I, uh, have, uh, struggled with, you know, addiction. Um, he, you know, he shared with me how his significant other had passed. Um, you know, it was through an overdose, which I'm unfortunately very familiar with, um, and he said the words like, I'm really struggling, man. And I, you know, doing this alone with these two kids is really hard. And, uh, he also said that, you know, from the outside in, you'd have never guessed that we had the struggles that we did. We look like a classic American family. And that's when something hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. Like, um, like I'm like juicy eyed right now because of how powerful this is. I had some really powerful experiences last night. Somebody reached out to me and wanted to kind of get there my take on like spirituality and God and Christianity. And he's like, man, I've got like a Baphomet and some upside down crosses tattooed on me, but I feel like God is telling me to reach out to you and talk to you. Um, because I feel like it's maybe time for me to start really looking into my spiritual life again. You know, and I sent him a picture and I was like, bro, dog, I got two upside down crosses right here on my fucking forehead, bro. <laughs> I got another one right there on my arm. And, um, you know, when I did it, I was just trying to be edgy and funny and, you know, whatever the fuck else. But it it ties a lot into, you know, a story I'm about to tell you guys. And it has to do with when, you know, when Cassie had, had originally died, man, it was it was fucking rough. Like, it got I got done so dirty I couldn't even begin to describe it. But um, moreover, what I want to talk about is the fact that I made it through it. The only reason, in my opinion, that I made it out of that alive without using, committing suicide, hurting myself, running off into the hills and never to be seen again was because I got free and I talked about it, okay? 
And somebody told me one time when I confessed to them, I was like, man, like I'm having thoughts about hurting myself. Like I don't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't carry it out, but the thoughts are there and it scares the fuck out of me. And I mean, that's a good sign when it scares you, you know what I mean? And that's one of the hardest things about having been an addict, having, you know, seeing addicts and stuff like that is it's like, there's a tolerance to that risk amongst those people that they don't even really realize how much of a risk they're taking. Um, but I digress. Like what I really want to talk about is like, look, sometimes those of us that look like we have it the most together are the closest to coming apart at any given time. I can absolutely speak volumes to the fact that I know that from the outside in, it probably looks like my life is one gigantic highlight reel, but I try to be as brutally honest as I can, man. Like I've been going through it on and off for, for months, for years, for decades, really. And I find that the better life gets, that the bigger the tests are and the more difficult, the more painful, the more emotional those tests become. And again, the only way I get through it from day to day is by just getting fucking free, guys, by talking to somebody. You know, I journal every day. I talk to God in that journal as if I'm writing a letter to like my best friend, my pen pal, the person who I know is going to have my back and care about me no matter what, because that is exactly what God is. And I pour it all out. And literally sometimes day after day after day after day after day, I'll say the same shit where I'm like, God, I give you my struggles. I give you my resentments and I'll sit and list the resentments I'm struggling with. And then I'll sit and list the things that I know that I need help with. And I just say, God, I give it to you. I know that I don't have the power to fix or help all of these things myself. I don't even have the power to control my emotions sometimes. But through that peace of mind I get from talking about that, and this is just, I mean, it's a, it, it takes a long time to get to the point where you feel comfortable enough to do things like this. But you start, you get the practice, and you work your way through it. And... As I do it more and more, it becomes more and more calming, more and more soothing. That The steps that get me through my day when I'm fucked up in the head get better and better. The PTSD that I experienced because of that situation, because of some of the situations when I was a child and throughout my years of using, um, will get the fuck a hold of me. Like Literally, like I had like a small disagreement with my partner last night. It wasn't even a disagreement, but what it was was that something happened. I got caught up in, in fear without realizing it. And it's crazy because I talked about this with her this morning again, and Lacey and I really, you know, saw eye to eye and it was a great, great little, you know, it was very short, but it was a great little thing that we did there. And lo and fucking behold, the guest pastor who is, you know, there at the church normally anyway, talks about fear and how important it is to let fucking go of fear so that we can let love into our hearts. All right. But again, I digress a little bit, but I wanted to give some, some like a, backlog or maybe like some context. And, and in that case, what happened is through a consistent amount of ability that throughout, you know, the course of my life and especially the course of the last few years, I, I've started to examine my emotions very heavily and I've started to share them. And when I share them, I don't share them by way of having an excuse for my behaviors. And I certainly don't share them by way of just trying to like find a way to get out of being culpable or anything else like that. But what I do know is that sometimes I'm filled with resentment. Sometimes I'm filled with frustration. Sometimes I want to blame everybody else but me. Sometimes I want to blame me when it wasn't my fault. 
But the thing is, is that my brain, I don't know about you guys, but my brain is a fucking nightmare if I don't speak it out of myself, if I don't write it out of myself. And I know that there are people that are so fucking lonely, that are so caught up in having this image that they have to keep up. Because guess what? Despite how I fucking look, I'm one of them. They're so caught up in this image that they want to keep up for the world that they forget that authenticity is literally like a universal principle. It will literally take you to the next level in whatever you apply it in. Vulnerability is the armor. Literally taking off the armor of the, like, for the world is how you put armor on, especially in context of spirituality and God and stuff like that. How can you possibly hurt me with something that I've admitted to you? Fuck. I had somebody recently try to use Cassie's passing on the way she did to disparage my character. It took me about two seconds. My first reaction wanted to be like, oh, fuck you. My second reaction was, man, this person is hurting. And I can't fix them. But what I can make sure I don't do is feed into it. Because hurt people hurt other people. So, like I was, you know, like I said, I was talking to homie about all this stuff, you know, and I think that our greatest goal in life, our most important, highest spiritual calling there is, I mean, let's say two of them, is to, is to glorify God and to bring people and ourselves closer to that kingdom, closer to the, the love that God is, because anything that is love is of God and anything that is not is not of God. Like, it really is that simple. And so reacting in a vengeful way to somebody for saying something hateful to me is not of God. But you know what is? Speaking to my pastor about it, telling my journal and writing that letter to God, like I was literally saying, literally writing a letter to God about it. Hey, this person did that and it really hurt my feelings. And by the time I'm finished writing that letter, I'm actually praying for that person to find peace in their own life. And here's the thing, that never would have gotten to that point where I released it and got some some real healthy perspective on it if I hadn't fucking talked about it. We cannot, especially like, let me say this, men, men, we cannot keep carrying these burdens alone, okay? We cannot keep trying to be fucking Superman. We are not fucking Superman. But what we can be is a great fucking dad. We can be a great fucking man. And you know what, like, one of the weirdest parts about this, and let me give you some perspective because it still confuses me to this day. I'm not saying that I have it all figured out, but what I am saying is that I am making observations here. What's up, Chris? Um, and a big observation I will make is that when I share bits of myself with my partner, Lacey, especially things that I'm struggling with, things that are difficult for me, and maybe things that I'm having feelings about, and, and it just, anything that to me from the outside in, I feel like makes me look weak and I share that with my partner, the wildest fucking thing in the world happens. And it can be shared with anybody, but the wildest thing in the world fucking happens when you share those with people who really care about you, they respect you more. All the things that you think are going to make people lose respect for you for, 
because you're struggling with your emotions, you're struggling with a feeling, you're struggling with your personality, your spirituality, your finances, any of that shit, all of those things that you're willing to take to a person who you know really fucking cares about you and will tell you the fucking truth no matter what. Everybody has a few of those people in our lives and we need to hold the fuck on to them, okay? But when you get out of yourself and you do that, I'm telling you guys, I'm fucking telling you, they respect you more. They love you more. They care more about who you are and understand better who you are as a person. And that doesn't have to be somebody you've known your whole fucking life. I know people that I've met through this fucking platform and through my tattoo career that I am probably closer with on an emotional level than people I've known for 20, 30 fucking years. Because some vulnerability was exchanged in those moments. We got free. I'm in shackles at all times if I'm carrying the pain with me. If I'm carrying the pain of Cassie passing on with me and not talking about it and sharing it, especially to, to other people, I'm under the shackles of it. Because guess what? The dude that I talked to today, again, I, I let him, I'm going to let him keep his anonymity. That's very important for me. But the dude I talked to today would not have had any perspective whatsoever on why I felt compelled to talk to him about the things that he felt compelled to talk to me about the things he did if I didn't get brutally fucking honest about it. But the thing is, is I get honest about myself all the fucking time on this platform, so it makes people much more comfortable with talking to me. But the the basic fucking reality of it, guys, and this goes for ladies too. I know that some ladies want to be such strong people, especially some of the single moms out there. They just want to be so strong. They don't want to, you know deal with having people maybe think they're weak or asking for help. I struggle with that. I know that my partner struggles with it. We both are those type A personalities with the type of people that don't like to ask for help because we have, you know, we want to be in control. But the more we don't ask for help, the less in control we are. Straight up. I've, in the last 24 hours, turned over more things to her care I've turned over more things to, to her stewardship in my life than I ever would have thought that I would. I, I didn't realize until we had the conflict, the resolution, and then the growing together afterwards because that's actually what builds fucking real trust is when you have conflict, resolution, and then and you make up. That builds a fucking bond. And I've turned over more things in the past 24 hours than I had thought that I was going to in the next year. And it's, well, I was like, well, we're planning on fucking moving in together. We're planning on building a life together. We're, we're planning on moving our families and mixing them together and creating this whole new dream in life. Why the fuck wouldn't I do that? Well, the, re the answer is fear. The answer is that there's a lot of things that are like clanking around inside of me day to day all the fucking time that I don't want to admit are there. And guess what? They are. But when I get out of myself and I say, hey, I don't fucking know how to be a full-time parent. This started quick. I don't know how to be a full-time parent real good, but you've been a full-time parent for a long time. Can you help me get some structure in my life to help with this? She was like, fuck yeah. I was ready to do it. Man. And that's awesome, Chris. I'm glad that you feel called out because what that means is that there's something inside of you that you feel like you've needed the growth on. And to me, for me, until I feel that pain of being called out, <laughs> I don't notice it. 
I don't notice it. Like we had a part of that conversation yesterday and like it came up and, um, you know, I, I, I was like saying, I was like, you know, I explain things the way I do to people. And I know some people sometimes feel like I might be talking down to them. I don't mean to, I use the words, does that make sense a lot to people? And I'm not saying it and like, it didn't occur to me until somebody pointed it out. They're like, that can sometimes feel like you're talking down to somebody. But here's the thing. I'm not trying to talk down to anybody. My intention is to make sure that we're on the same page. And some of the things that you understand, I don't understand. And I need it to be broken down like a child would, would understand it. So that way I can get it from the foundation up. And some of the things that you understand, I don't understand and vice versa. And sometimes they need to be broken down like that. But that's just it, guys. Like, those things can't fucking come to conclusion. Those things cannot change for us if we don't get out of our own fucking way and just get vulnerable. Just talk about it. What are you fucking struggling with? The likelihood is, out of 7.5 billion fucking people, a couple of us probably know what it feels like too. It might not be your exact fucking situation, but it's close enough. I mean, here, if this isn't a fucking weird thing too, both of these things here in the corner right now are both pieces of art that I gave to Cassie. I did not intend for those to be in this fucking video as like a thing, but that is it right there. That's it right there. That's what she struggled with more than anything else in the world. Real talk, real talk, real talk. She didn't know how to just talk about what the fuck she was going through. Didn't know how to open up about it. And unfortunately, long-term, that led to some really fucking dark things. It led to some dark situations. I can only imagine how lonely all these people feel on this curb out here, how lonely she felt, how lonely the other people I know in this last year who have all fucking died from fentanyl or fucking any number of other things, how absolutely alone they felt. And I don't have to imagine because I know it. But I know that I didn't feel alone anymore once I opened up. Only I can help me not feel alone. Literally, for me to not be alone, for me to feel understood, I have to get out of me. It's hard, man. Literally, our biggest, our greatest, like, obstacle in life is ourselves. And ourselves are also our greatest asset. How do we find out what our assets are and what our obstacles are? Well, we talk about them. We discover them, we learn through them, we grow through them. But if you're struggling right now today, I have a basic thing that I just want to fucking say for you really quickly here. And I, this is some, I said this about a hundred times in the last few, like last 24 hours. I know this is something that people in recovery know about too. And probably most everybody else, man, but it, it gets deeper and deeper. My understanding of this phrase, the more time goes on and that's God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. How could we ever possibly hope to get that fucking wisdom if we leave it inside of ourselves the whole time and never allow anybody else with a different perspective to analyze it? Never allow God to help us analyze it. Been wrestling with my head all day, so I'm deep cleaning my boss's house and working through my shit and my negative self-talk. Boom. Guess that's how you get out of your negative self-talk. Cause guess what? Now that you said that, I have a couple of things I want to tell you, Chris, you a bad motherfucker. I have so much respect for you. I don't believe I tell you often enough, but I'm gonna tell you right now, you a bad motherfucker. And I have a lot of respect for you. I have a lot of respect for how vulnerable you get. I have a lot of respect for how important it is to be a mom and a wife and a person who really fucking cares about the people around them. 
and sorry, you guys need help? What's up? I think he did. He said he did. Yeah, you're good. That's all of them. All right. Anyway, I gotta let these kids let, let you guys all go because I got these two kids and we're gonna do some art time here. You're gonna laugh at my fucking bed, but it's coated in art supplies at all time. There's Vinny in the corner doing art. Uh, you know, we do Sunday cleaning days, and uh, you know, it turns out that some of the biggest struggles I have are also the greatest joys and the greatest assets I have too. But let's talk about them. Let's talk about them, guys. Shoot me some messages. I love all of you guys. Don't forget that God loves you. You were created on purpose, for a purpose. You are not a mistake. God wasn't fucking <clears throat> nodded off or fucking tired or just too sleepy to fucking make a good version of you. You are the favorite version of you that God has ever made. Okay? I love you guys. Biggest lesson for sure. Last 12 months have not been to sweat the small things. Damn, dog. Now, see, I get to feel called out right there because I sweat the small things way too fucking much. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you, my man. Have a good one.